0: Because he's socially retarded.
1: We don't say that word anymore.
0: Because he's socially inept.
1: I mean, I love my coworkers, but from working fifty plus hours a week and then seeing them Monday through Saturday, when I'm out of that fucking place, I'm done. Like, I, like I want to build a log, build a log cabin in the woods and live there by myself and just my cats. Like, okay. I, I'm that much of a what's it like an introvert where people suck the energy out of me. So Megan's like, come to karaoke. Fuck karaoke. It was fun. <laughs>
0: I don't appreciate your <laughs> imitation of my voice.
2: First of all, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't nearly as deadpan enough.
1: Come to karaoke. Nope. What'd you karaoke? Your voice come to really karaoke like there that. You go. Deadpan is What, what I did about.
2: you guys karaoke to? Oh, no, I so did a weird. bunch of Duran Duran and Aha, and some Frank Sinatra. Um, that sounds
1: great.
0: Stone Roses and Oh, uh, what else? Billy
1: Bragg and... Stone Roses is a tough one because they had those really long musical interludes and yep. you're just up there on the stage looking, looking like an around. asshole. Yep. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? Look like an asshole. I am the resurrection. What is... Oh. I know. I meant like what'd you do when you're up there during the...
0: Look like an asshole. Yeah.
1: See, I've
2: to answer that question, John. <sighs> no, it was good times. Um, Cindy did a very rousing rendition of what was the song? thought was really good. She did one that was really good. She, uh, she
1: said that she did Destiny's Child Survivor.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah that was one, but there was one that she really like did a really good job on.
0: It's not wasn't Survivor, it was the Charlie's
2: Angels thing. That's, that's the it. Survivor. Is it? Yes. And then and then Dude did a couple of good ones too. <gasps> yeah, be oh, surprisingly versatile No, it?
1: I was wrong. No, it's a different one.
2: Yeah,
0: no, who knows their pop music?
2: Cindy.
1: Welcome to Secretly Tim. My name's John. I'm here with Megan and No t-no. Cindy's out, Regina's out Ryan's Ryan out, out. I want Ryan way. to come back but you know what Our schedules just Ryan. Don't work Ryan. Oh we can have an oh, no. unboxing Right here Because oh, Otino's unboxing? here and our listener Joe gave us all Christmas presents I like our opening Christmas of us, presents Except for Megan <laughs> in except, for me, except for Megan Maybe yours is on the way Maybe he doesn't Why like you, you.
2: <laughs> It could be that Megan was, was regarded by Joe as an infrequent guest and or special guest, so he did not think he could her anything. Joe, I'm holding up for the fact that I know you're a good person, or at least I am, via <laughs> the bribery I've received from you via your delightful and heartfelt gifts, that I have come to believe that you're a good person. And so hence, I know you wouldn't intentionally say, fuck that lady. Megan. I'm here to stay, Joe. <laughs> you see how delightful and rosy she is. Okay, so I'm going to open this. I like how it's too O.T. and O. Timid. That's fucking beautiful. Let me get my shank out here.
1: Oh, while you're doing that, the featured music today is by L7, who also does our intro song. The song is called I Came Back to Bitch, which could be the uh, name of our podcast.
2: Now, this isn't that surprising, actually, for the unboxing thing, because there's actually a label on the outside. that I'm shanking this thing. i made a to just this it open. Anyway... There is a clear label that says exactly what's in here, and based on the clear label, I'm already excited about its contents. Because it says skull headband. And as long as it doesn't look like something that a white supremacist biker would wear, I'm totally into it. I
1: think. Why does it got to be white? Um, I think you
0: absolutely should wear something that a white <laughs> that supremacist biker we would wear. That
2: would be so many of confusion. Okay, hold on. Let's open it. Oh, it's one of the, okay. Yes, yeah, it those over your face. <laughs> you gotta put it over your head. <laughs> that's uh, that's entertaining. <laughs> it is the lower jaw portion of a uh, dude with a cigar, and a, it's one of those like you know how if you are one of the people that doesn't wear a helmet or wears a um, half helmet as opposed to a full helmet. There's that open area where your face is and a lot of folks wear things over the face to, you know, keep the bugs out and so on. Well, this is a collection of two items that do that. Oh, that one's a joker. One cool. is jokery themed and the other one is I don't know, Marlon Brando themed, I guess. I do wear a full helmet, but these would be Entertaining for a whole list of other reasons. So how do you wear that?
1: I know you yeah. described it, but I can't see it. Well,
2: I'm wearing headphones right now. Otherwise, I put it, you put it over your head and it basically sits over your face like a little half balacaba type thing or balacaba so type thing. So it's for your neck. Yeah. It's for your nose and mouth to keep ah. bugs out when you're riding or, you know, bank robbery, whichever. Cool. Using for?
1: Yeah. Oh. Thank you, Joe. I can't, uh, Joe gave me some, um, x-rated gifts that. Oh. I'm not going to share. Isn't
2: that what
0: this podcast is? Yeah, I was about. gonna say on that John. Really? <laughs> We've discussed
2: openly a number of our sexual preferences, so it's
1: a funny story, actually. Go on. So um I'm trying to act natural because Megan's taking my photo. Um so I was having really bad neck issues a couple months ago, and I still kinda am. So I bought this neck hammock uh that was like a indiegogo mm-hmm. thing, but it wasn't going to come. It still hasn't come. It was going to come in, like, months. So I thought, well, I'm going to get a knockoff camic in the meantime because um, they're on Amazon, and they come from China. So I was expecting this package to come from China. And, you know, tracking in, it's like, oh, it's stuck in Cost customs for a couple of days, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I go to my mailbox one day after it says that it's arrived. So Amazon's like, your package has arrived. I get it. It has little... Um, Chinese characters on it, just like yours did, like with a stamp from China, look just mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Except it's a box. So I open it up, take it out, and it's a uh, vibrating butt plug.
2: Ooh, that's not And at
1: first I'm thinking, oh my God, Amazon screwed up my order. No, you
2: got the right order, sir. In and so many ways you got I the right order. Know.
1: Amazon
0: read my mind instead. And, and I don't know
1: I don't know how I'm going to return it. And I was really embarrassed and I even shared it with Ryan. I was like, Ryan, oh my god. <laughs> and so I was just gonna keep it to myself that I got this vibrating butt plug.
2: Why would you be mad about getting a vibrating butt plug?
1: Because I'm not really into the butt play.
2: You mean to t- wait wait, dude. Put
1: a pin in that. We'll talk to that later. So then then the next Gosh. day... Put a pin in that. The next day I go to my mailbox and I have another package from Amazon. I opened up it's, and it's a neck hammock. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Somebody just sent me... It sounds like someone likes I'm you. They're sending butt you butt
2: plugs and neck hammocks.
1: And then I, I put two and two together because earlier Joe had sent me a message saying, hey. Your, if so you remain yeah. firmly
2: anti-butt, then you don't firmly anti-butt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I should probably clear it with him that it's okay that I... And that's
2: if you if you don't want that butt plug, <laughs> I'm just saying, dude.
1: I don't know if a butt plug you can regift a butt plug.
2: Have you used it yet? No, then why not to regift the butt plug? Maybe so, I, one day I
1: might, you know, I'm I'm approaching 40 fast. I might, you know, try and pick up a new hobby.
2: There was actually an article in um, I forget if it was Bustle or some other uh, more feminist leading publication that basically was uh, the, the uh, article was: straight dudes, it's time for you to start playing with your butts. And basically, the article was written by someone that was basically, think of all the awesome things that gay men have given straight men, like brunch and boxer briefs. And one of the other things that gay men have been doing for a while that straight men need to start to respect, understand, and appreciate is butt play. And not just like putting your things into someone else's butt, but allowing someone else to play with your butt and or playing with your own butt yourself, either or or both.
1: Yeah, I think because it just it takes it's, a lot more yeah. practice than I have time to uh, really wholeheartedly John is into too it. busy for butts. I am too busy for butts.
2: Well, I mean, and this is a special shout out to if we have any straight listeners. Don't forget <laughs> that, like, you know. We do, we do. It's, it's, it's nerve endings, you know. How much you like or dislike butt play in no way, shape, or form dictates your sexuality. Who you want to have sex with or who you want to allow to put things into or play with your butt has nothing to do with what your sexuality is. It does, uh-huh.
0: however, have something to do with your uh, tolerance for filth.
2: Well, <laughs> okay. I don't know what there you do prior your that. butt play, but I know that part <laughs> of my butt play there's a lot of... There's a cleaning... There's a regiment. ceremony. There's, there's a ceremony. Yes, there's a cleaning <laughs> ceremony <laughs> involved clean first. I say that <laughs> Very important.
1: But in order so. for straight guys and straight women too. You're going to have to unravel hundreds of years of sexual mm-hmm. politics. And, and,
2: or encoding and, or social encoding. Yeah.
1: Because it's like women too that'll freak out if they're man. I mean, that wasn't like, like a plot on Sex
2: and the City mm. or something like that. Is,
1: is my boyfriend gay because he asked me to put my, his,
2: my finger up his butt? There's also a really brilliant episode of uh, what's that <clears throat> great show with, um, Shameless. No, no, no. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No, with Glazer Lady and it's... My oh, called, like, Broad City. Broad City, where she... Where the she, boyfriend likes to be pegged. Yeah, yeah. and it was, that was one of my favorite episodes because they're like shopping for purses. And, or she's shopping the purses with her mom and going to these like I- I- illicit like purse trading dens. Mm-hmm. And then her friend calls her all like, hey, he wants me to put it in his butt? And she's freaking out. She has this really awesome little <laughs> dance and excitement. Talks about how she used to literally sleep with a strap-on on just in case the opportunity came up. <laughs> I mean, the episode's brilliant. If you haven't seen the episode, check it out. It's fucking hilarious.
1: Megan, would you ever put a strap on and penetrate your man? Mm-hmm. If you wanted mm-hmm. you to?
0: No, but my my ex-husband was was into butt stuff. Like his own butt stuff and other people's butts.
1: See, wait, I feel like we should get his disclosure. For mean, <laughs> you're allowed to I didn't say his name. Maybe I've been
0: son. married several times. Who knows? His stuff in someone else's butt? <laughs> or, uh, just to clarify. Pun intended, he was an asshole. But,
1: wow. but you didn't think that he was gay? Did you? N- uh, no, I just... No, I didn't
0: think
2: that.
1: Good. See, we're evolved here. Yeah, we're a very butt-positive yeah, yeah.
2: But podcast. No, I didn't think he was gay. But, but to clarify, he wanted... His stuff in someone else's butt. He didn't want your stuff in his butt.
0: No, no, that's not true.
2: Okay. What? He, he want both. Confused. He liked stuff in his butt. Oh, yes. I wasn't clear what kind of butt stuff you meant when you said
1: butt. That's butt. what I assumed. I don't know. it. What... He was about all kinds of butt stuff.
2: So both things in his butt and things in your butt. Yeah.
1: Okay. How of... do you know OTNO when you hit the prostate? oh you know because if like, you feel around up there there's like it's, it just all feels <laughs> oh, like you're, you're rummaging around in a dark room wait
2: let's just be clear you've here. gone too far a gay man just asked me to, to do I don't
1: I've I've never you, like I have tried it many times before and every single time I'm like I just don't If you I mean I like I like it I don't like the actual penetration. Like we can fool around and bump uglies and like play fuck and and stuff like that and that's that's fun. But once it comes to actual penetration, I'm like this is coming to a level that I am not enjoying. Like I know and everybody every guy that I talk to, all my friends who are bottoms or verse or whatever, they're like, Well yeah, it takes a couple of times before you get over that hurdle. Yeah. And then it's, it's like, hurdle, woohoo! Fireworks yeah. and celebrations and it's the best fucking thing ever.
0: Yeah, once you get, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. So is the, is there, to your question, is there some sort of like, Barrier that you have to pass in order, yeah. to, and then you go there. The...
1: My barrier, and I think it's a lot of people's barriers, that for, it just feels very intrusive, and it feels like you're gonna no, no, shit. No. I,
0: I mean, I mean, like anatomical. Is there some no. sort of no, like, there's no, yeah. gotta yeah. go two through speakers. this thing, are, through are, this gate to get, are, get to are, the well the gates the sense there are, are two sphincters
1: Yes, yeah, once you, you get yeah. to the second one, you've gone too far. There are two. Then you're going into your intestines, and that's not good for anybody. Well, maybe not your intestines. Maybe I guess. It's just there, your uh, rectum. Yeah. yeah.
2: There, there's plenty Man, of I gotta space. this up. Yeah, check out your anatomy, folks. Know which factors are which and what we're talking about here. But and the point of the matter is... Two of those? The point of the matter is... Men don't have hymens. I think that's what you're asking. Yes. If there's there's no, no boy There's no, hymen. like, very things to uh-huh, be broken, thanks. per se. <laughs> that because that how is else what would, I was wondering. How else would men poo? There's yeah. No, <laughs> there's no, like, thing withholding. Now, granted, there are some women that have hymens that are perforated a lot in the men's traits. So let's not be, like... Ridiculous. Her question is not entirely ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous. But the point of the matter being, there is, apart from rings of muscle that allow for a gating of sorts.
0: I guess I just, I just want to know, like, you as the pre- penetrator, mm-hmm. is there some, like, physical barrier that you might know that you're pushing past or through? and you're like all right now i know i'm almost there or uh-huh. there's
2: basically that external I don't know. thing all <laughs> I you really know. have to worry about is that external thing
1: and it'll tell you when to stop the external yeah.
0: one you mean like the one that <laughs> i mean the
1: interior the, rectum, the, the one interior one not the, the external eye. one uh, yeah the interior I'm one i'm talking about the exterior there. one I don't, right don't I don't
2: know about the interior if you one. are putting your stuff into someone else's butt and you're aiming for the brown eyes so to speak Do we? I hate that terminology. Whatever the term. Okay, fine. Call it your call you know, it your boy
1: pussy chocolate that's star what calls it. <laughs>
2: starfish chocolate starfish is always one I like or a man cunt oh, some dude. people I call like that ch- I don't I like that I like chocolate starfish <laughs> no chocolate is poo <laughs>
1: I thought
0: that was the one like the external one yes,
2: yes. I I am talking about okay. exclusively okay. the external okay. one. Okay, Megan okay, okay, when okay, we
1: okay, talk okay. about one thing he's talking about the opposite and I it's see very that confusing now. I
2: see that now external that's why I'm using all these cool slang terms no one's picking up on see it with my brown. the salad that you toss
1: Megan is curious about if there is a point when you're yeah. penetrating somebody where you where it stops yes and the answer is yes
2: in the internal internal sphincter and if you do go beyond that then yes that's unhappy territory that no one really really wants to be in unless you're into some really really crazy extreme shit that you should probably be taking all kinds of important precautions it's kind of like end, when they hit your uterus or your cervix my uterus
1: your cervix <laughs> go,
2: you go through
0: <laughs> the cervix yeah.
2: donut yeah, and no you go all the way into the uterus which is the exact analogy for what you're not trying to do with 99.9% okay. you know, yeah, of butt sex.
0: I don't want anybody in the uterus. That's why I've never had a kid. <laughs> there you go.
2: See? 99.9% of butt sex. My, my uterus
0: has been and always will be person free. <laughs> that's that's valid. That's. That you, you, Which you is know. not to say that I think that fetuses are people. Let's just clarify that. <laughs> it,
2: it was just good for the joke. <laughs> so i make sure everybody knows that. Yes. Important thing. Are, are, are any other further questions about butt sex? From my no, other I, I like that do. I'm the most versed person. Aha, bad pun. In butt <laughs> sex right now. I, are I, I, you? Yeah, probably is. Yeah, I That's, so. that's kind of weird. It's Maybe you're the weird. most
1: experienced, but...
2: Yeah, that's just surreal to me. I'm, I'm,
0: yeah, You're also probably the most extreme, just in general speaking.
2: Extreme? About anything. A <laughs> friend of mine used to joke that you of can't talk about things that are extreme without yelling. So you can do extreme toothbrushing as long as you're yelling while you're doing it.
0: Oh, I don't believe that's true at all. I talk about that quietly all the time. Uh, fair enough.
2: To me, you know, when you're doing an extreme
1: thing. Have you ever tried anal beads? I have not. I am <coughs> I want to find somebody that has because I've got questions. So,
2: you, no? you, well, to answer that kind of like... Uh, I mean, I was anal- going to
1: refer you to him, <laughs> I guess.
2: <laughs> in, in a kind of a no. lateral way uh, to, to answer that question. You mentioned how, like, certain kinds of butt sex to you just feel like taking a shit. No, it feels like you're going
1: to. Yeah, well, like, that. That, that this, that's, this is my that's point the, the feeling that yeah, I, yeah, I have yeah. yet to it's mentally bad. get past, because you know you're mm-hmm. not going to. And this, but, is, this is my point. Yeah, here, like, you
2: panic. Does taking a shit feel good? Well... Yes, I guess. Yeah, and and not and, 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 in a sexy way. I mean, is, okay. I guess yes,
1: because it doesn't feel bad unless there are some issues going on.
2: There is a a, a female uh, porn star and or sex-positive sex activist lady that explained this on, on a um, radio show she had a number of years ago. Much better than I'm about to do. But basically, someone called in with a similar problem of having an issue with the fact that their partner was really into butt stuff and she was really not into it because... She, apart from the hygienic aspect, which is another thing you have to be concerned about, indoor warehouse. Ceremonies, do ceremony. Yeah. But apart from that, the, just, um, being able to be comfortable with the fact that this is a pleasurable thing, or it could be a pleasurable thing, because the only association she had with it was defecation and waste, and, and, um, uh, waste elimination. And basically, this, uh, um, uh, the the radio host explained that the reason why pooing feels good is the reason why it's confusing yeah exactly it's a positive feedback loop because it basically says yes eliminating waste is a good idea same reason why babies are cute so you take care of the same reason sex feels good because it's supposed to encourage you to reproduce (laughs) and make more babies and or do the necessary strokes you need to anyway the point and to inspire oxytocin release a bunch of other things to encourage pair bonding if you're going to do that hetero thing and make babies whatever so If you're going to have sex and not make babies, it's also possible to put things in your butt and not do it because you have to poo or do it under the influence. I was going to say, I don't put things in my butt because I have to poo. This is
0: really quite an analogy.
2: (laughs) 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 The point I'm trying to draw is the pleasurable nerve endings are there for allegedly and or um, uh, explicitly one biological purpose if you're going to go for a, a utilitarian point of view Towards your biological functions, but that doesn't mean they can't be stimulated for the pure purpose of stimulating. Did you hear about the story about the guy that um tried to not poo?
1: Like yeah, he he withheld that? his poo. So terrible. He died. Was he still I'm eating? He blew up in like oh, a Walmart because okay. he like didn't poo. Mean, like he held it in. He held in it in. Held it in. Why held it in held, it in. held it in. So and right. then he then you know he was cramping up and. You became Generally, septic, feeling like, very bad, and then, like, his thing exploded. You mean it, his, could, his intestines? His exploded. Something exploded. Like, his he colon. was trying to. Yeah, his he was pooing, exploded. and then it exploded. Well, why would you Internally. Do that to yourself?
2: Is he, was he, was he that, like, OCD? He was, or the was a was he thrill that? seeker. I don't know.
0: I saw the, uh, what thrill do you the world's biggest poo? colon at the Mütter Museum in Philadelphia.
1: Oh, like the colon model and stuff? How did we get here? Poop.
0: Butts. We, but were talking about, we started out talking about butts. It's all.
1: It's all. Uh, Upward from here. okay we'll Okay, well, finish your colon store, and then we'll go into some... Oh,
0: super no.
2: colon blow.
0: They just have, like, the, lar- the the largest colon. They have it on uh, display at the
2: Mooder Museum. To be clear, it's a... It it's is like a seven... colon model or a human, col- a, colon model. a human colon? It's a colon model. It's a human colon. No, the what?
0: Students, yeah, like, it's... I have a Seven postcard with it on
2: there. I might. Why haven't I, find I seen it? So it's actually, it's actually. I thought it was a model, like a walk through, like educational. No, 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 thing. no, it's no an Actual. No. Colon. This is
0: this is the actual. The guy died, obviously. Is it's this a, is this fucking goatsey? What the hell? It's from um, the nineteenth, the late nineteenth or early twentieth century.
2: You guys did know who goatsey is, right? Nope. Oh wow. Two headed goat baby. D- John did you know who who goatsey is. Who goatsey? Goats, no goatse. Uh, some folks say. Uh huh. Oh wow! Um, I need you both to hop on your phones right now. I'm looking at the the story about the guy that died. Listeners, you may or may not want to do this. No, Um, that
1: uh, this disclaimer already makes me want to not (laughs) do it. Dang, I fucked it up. It's gonna be some sick, gross
2: stuff. It is one of the legendary internet things, like Lemon Party.
0: Is it a real thing
1: or is it? It is a real
2: thing. What's lemon party? Oh
1: wow! Okay, you know what, man? This podcast is not. Is powerful. it like two girls, one cup? Yes, nah. but
2: worse. I, then I'm not into it. There's I'm not, a list of internet things gross. out there, guys. That like you need eye bleach afterwards. I'm sorry. Wow, I feel bad. These are things. I these believe. are the things that I know about that I talk about in the podcast.
1: <laughs> All right, you ready, guys?
2: <laughs> yep. Hot topics time. Not this. <laughs>
1: Who wants to go first? Not me. It's just us. So Um, we have a lot of stories to cover. Um, We got some great uh, topics from some uh, listeners and some people on Twitter. Um, So let's go with the lightest one first. Uh, uh, Joseph wanted to talk about the uh, different Joseph, not Joe, Um, about the Black Panther costumes, specifically the Black Panther costumes for the women for the Black Panther movie.
0: Step down, right?
1: Yes, um, the Black Panther movie that I think comes out this week, this Thursday. coming week. Thursday. Yeah, I have tickets. Uh, it's gonna be amazing. And I bonded one over one or with one of my coworkers over Marvel. Aww. She was a huge Marvel, specifically Black Panther fan. Nice. She's super into it. She's already got her tickets reserved for her. Mm-hmm. She's gonna take just turn her, her husband, and then she's gonna go again with her kids, nice. and and it's all she's talked about. And, and that's super yeah, cool. I've got like four tickets, two for Thursday night and two for Friday night. <laughs> I'm going to let it die down a little and I'm going to see it. Um, so there, there's this great uh, article from The Cut with the uh, the costume designer from the movie mm-hmm. whose name, Why I know it, it's like Ruthie Carter, right? Um, yes, I think so. So I'll read a portion of it. This is an actual interview of like questions and answers. So, mm-hmm. uh, Before Black Panther, the last time America saw images of black royalty in a major Hollywood movie was, can you guess it? Have you read this article already? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Please continue.
1: So Ruth E. Carter had a real challenge ahead of her when it came to designing the afro futurist costumes worn in the movie by actresses Lupita Nyong'o, Angela Bassett, and Denai Guerrera. Their hair would be inspired by, by traditional African styles, but the clothes requires a lot more imagination. Um, the question is, how did you handle the responsibility of creating the images of black superheroes that have never existed? Um, and she responds, Ryan, Go- Ryan Coogler and I agree that it had to be spectacular. It had to be a feast for the eyes with different wardrobes for different tribal councils. The nation of Wakanda needed needed to represent a forward-thinking and rich culture, but also I needed to project a look of royalty. I didn't want it to look like our tribal leaders were in the Dark Ages. I was also under a lot of pressure to create something that didn't look like appropriation or stereotypical. Everything had to appeal to my fashion sense and be modern, not space age. The way movies always use a diamond pattern on somebody's robe, or put points on their sleeves, or in a big collar—it's just like your iPhone. Each version progressively got sleeker and a little bit better. I felt like Wakanda was a place that was a little bit ahead, but not way in the at, in the stratosphere ahead. It's just just enough ahead of us to relate to it. And I, um, one of the theaters in Hollywood, or not in Hol- in California, um, Alonzo Duraldi um, from the rap and from what the flick was talking about, that they actually have a lot of their costumes on display, and they just said, like, the beadwork, like, everything is just impeccable. Yeah. On uh, the Dora Milaje's armor and stuff. Um, they, They say, what was the biggest inspiration for the costumes? And she responds, so "It made me excited for uh, was studying the ancient indigenous people of Africa because it's easy to translate a lot of the things that they wore into a model that feels fresh today. Everything they wore had a story behind it. Certain crowns only worn by certain royalty. Certain hats only worn wore, worn by married women. Uh, the question: The women in this film are dressed impeccably. What kind of takeaways did you want people to have when they saw them?" And she responded, uh, "I did research years back in Virginia studying colonial Williamsburg, and back then hierarchy was key in clothing." When when Thomas Jefferson was president, his wife had all her clothes made by a group of slaves. When I created Ramonda, mother of T'Challa, played by Angela Bassett, I knew as the queen that I wanted her to have a a faction of people who were highly educated in technology that would create her costumes and create her look for her. So I gave her a Zulu hat that I had 3D printed and I gave her a custom-made gold breastplate with matching neck piece that she could represent Wakanda as the queen in a real regal way. To Nigrera's character, who is the leader of the Dora Malagi, a team of women warriors, I gave her gold neck rings, and the rest of the warriors were silver. Every little piece infused some kind of cultural story. Um, and the final question, what do you want women of color to see when they see the women in Black Panther? As women of color, we lack images that we can fantasize about. I feel like women maybe spend too much time with fashion magazines, trying to emulate fashion models that they can't emulate because they don't have the same body type. They'll never wear those clothes the way that the models wear them in Vogue magazine. So here's a way to accept them and acknowledge the black female form. When you put on your shapely garments and your beautiful color palette, and you wrap your hair and you put that knot at the top, I feel a sen- or you feel a sense of pride. Even though Wakanda is made up, it's still part of that the continent from which our ancestors came, and it gives people a context with, with which to think that think of people of color in a positive way, instead of in a radical militant way or a negative way. We're making Africa chic again, and I hope when women see that, they go tomorrow when I go to work, I'm going to wrap my hair up.
2: Yep.
1: Yep, yep, yep. I'm what's what what I think is really fucking amazing is that I don't know if you heard, but on Fandango, Black Panther right now is the most pre-sales oh, totally ever. So, so, and so this is a big middle finger to all those people that are like, oh, we can't do a Black Panther movie because there's not going to be the audience for it. Or we yeah. can't do a Wonder Woman because there's not going to be an, an audience for it. Or,
2: so let's also be clear that it's a twofold thing where it's people, especially black folk and especially black women, I'm willing to extrapolate in this case, are acutely aware that that is the buzz they're having to fight against. So they are doing a little bit extra to make clear their desire for further franchises of this caliber in the future. So what, what I imagine is going to happen though, is the inevitable Hollywood backlash, black, backlash, blacklash is going to be <laughs> a neo black exploitation era of cheaply made, not well produced, not well thought out, not well scripted, uh, uh, not well costumed films. Do you think? Totally. Everybody's going to want to try and get that dollar. I mean, oh, I don't know. They're, they're, I think I there's going to be there're going to be other quality ones, yes. Mm-hmm. But the anytime there's anything of, I mean, think about the video game market, where like the second a game comes out of a of a particular type that seems to be selling, how many clones appear?
1: Yeah, but I think it's different for since the Black Panther already has a mythology yeah. and and a home in the Marvel universe. I don't think like i don't see dc rushing out like a cyborg movie to try and let's say it's going to be you think it's going to be like a completely new it's going to
2: be a thousand little tiny um uh theaters trying to do um uh, oh i have an example
1: for you then kind of like there was a tomb raider movie that was successful like 10 years ago and then there was the the tia carrera relic hunter there you go now (laughs) you're on the same page
2: exactly
1: It, was, it wasn't terrible though it was fun yeah. i dude, i miss those like remember they had like those those uh made for tv uh uh what i don't know what you call them kind of like TV hercules and Cena yeah where they weren't like on you know mainstream television they were just kind of syndication that's what i was yeah, gonna, like you syndicated go. tv show mutant x there was a there's a golden era of really um good for what they were Shows like that. I guess now we have like the sci fi. I guess now it just ca- basic cables just expanded to the point where there's the sci fi channel where you can get that. You can get like on Earp, which I enjoy. And you know, that doesn't have like a huge cultural impact, but they're fun to watch.
2: Mm-hmm. Like Relic kind I had a friend who used to work on uh, on Earp. It's, 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 it's a quality program. Mm-hmm. The acting's really.
1: That actress that plays Wine Earp is really funny. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of. Kind of like how. Well, no, Buffy wasn't like this. Um, there's a that actress the way she says some of her lines like the throw lane lines that are actually really fucking funny that if mm-hmm. you watch it back you, it's hilarious I think she said something mm-hmm. like Hmm. I don't
2: remember. Oh, hi, Megan. Hi. <laughs> Megan does not watch my <laughs> Neither do I. Don't
1: I, the, I, I don't episodes.
0: have television. I haven't had television in years.
1: I don't have television. Neither
2: do I. I television? read in my spare time. Television is kind of silly, really. If you have, like, Netflix and YouTube, why do you need TV? I am,
1: I, I am not ashamed to say that I enjoy television. I enjoy television shows. It is my escape. Oh, no,
0: dude. I Just love, you. like, Rough you the like Get Netflix. Get a TV! I have fucking tv i just don't know where it is right now i'm gonna unpack it soon i i really like the netflix uh series and the you know amazon and all that garbage
1: oh the last thing about black panther for me once you guys say any parting words was uh there was an interview today on joy and reed show with a guy that that wrote an article and um he didn't so much correct her as and he pointed out that there have been movies before that were, you know, heralded by a black leading actor and he mentioned Blade. Mm-hmm. And I and I enjoyed that because a lot of times they're like,
2: This is the first when no, it's like Blade it's was, not Blade Blade arguably is the reason why the current flurry of superhero films exists in the first place yeah well because that film did far better than any i did like that i don't did.
0: usually like vampire yeah, blade movies, was really high was the, first
2: was the first one was excellent the first mm-hmm. one heralded arguably the current era of superhero film it see i think x-men
1: did because they didn't market it as a superhero film i think most blade audiences had no idea that it was a comic book character but
2: still blade, number one blade predated that and number two. yeah it did as but I, would, I
1: think that, as far as a modern day superhero you have to give that to x-men
2: I disagree as far as the pacing, as far as the way it was handled, as far as the direction, a, l- a lot of the cues drawn from that film, the amount of humor. But Blade like was an R rated
1: movie. Most modern day superheroes are PG 13. Yeah, they are to totally. A I, I mean, the Blade, that. that, I mean, that, that was a movie. It was for a, a different audience than most superhero movies are
0: speaking of comic books slash graphic novels do you guys have you guys seen a uh, diary of a teenage girl no i have not did you read it i have not i read it and now i'm going to see it i think i'm gonna do that i just want everybody to know that i'm gonna do that good
1: what is, is it a movie or a... Well, i haven't made, even heard of it they made
0: a film out of it uh, a couple years ago i think but it's it was a graphic novel novel like ghost by, world yeah kind of Um, it was really good. It was about um, uh, I think Phoebe Phoebe Getz or Phoebe Gleckner. One of them is the main character, and one of them is the writer. I I mean it it's a it's a an autobiography of her life as a teenager growing up in San Francisco.
1: It's very good. The end.
2: Noted.
1: Do you have any parting words about Black Panther before we move on?
2: Only that, um, all the reviews pretty much say that, uh, it's fucking amazing. Not like the best thing that Hollywood's ever pooped out, but a lot yeah. better than even they thought it was going to be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Alonzo okay, gave, a,
2: gave it a very good uh, review on the
1: rap. By the way, you should check out What the Flick on YouTube. Um, Alonzo Dralda, he's been on our show before. Who's um, He's a, a movie critic at, out of, um, California.
0: Oh, yeah. He's been on yeah,
1: this show. He's been on this show.
0: This show goes, goes all the way to California.
1: It goes all the way back from 2010. We've been around for a long time. I know. I know. Okay. The next story, uh, suggestion comes from my friend Josh. He says this talk about how the president is more concerned about the shattered lives of those accused of sexual assault than those that are victims of sexual assault. So, in case you haven't heard, um, uh, Trump's, what was it? Was his, uh, his name's Rob Porter. What was his specific title? It's the chief of, not the chief of staff. That's no, um, he's the head guy. He gave, Who's he, the guy that would uh, yeah. give Trump all of his daily briefs yeah. and shit.
2: If the president laid eyes on it, uh, this guy laid eyes on it first.
1: So quick backstory. This guy, it was discovered. There was an article released that he has not one, but two former spouses who claim that he, uh, was abusive to them when they were married. Um, And he has since, after the story came out and the photographic evidence came out of his ex-wife with a black eye, he resigned from the post, even though he said that basically all the charges were total bullshit. Um, It should also be noted that his uh, reported girlfriend is Hope Hicks, who's also in the White House, and she supposedly helped orchestrate his response. Um, So later, or I think it was just this... Was it yesterday or just this morning? Or does it even matter? Trump tweeted out... Let me pull up the tweet. Um, blah, 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 blah. He says, people' li- People's lives are being shattered and destroyed by a mere allegation. Some are true and some are false. Some are old and some are new. There is no recovery for someone falsely accused. Uh Life and career gone. Is there no such thing any longer as due process? Um of oh, course is, is
0: that what he's a big fan of is due <laughs> process.
1: <laughs> I don't think he understands how what that means. No. <laughs> I think you might be right. Because in this instance, I, I don't I don't know. I, I've been talking too much. Megan, take it. What do you think?
0: Uh what do I think about um Trump's comment?
1: hmm Uh do you think the president is more concerned about shattered lives and those accused of sexual assault than those that are victims? My my reaction is duh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's me, but many people have pointed out he he. If he is to condemn Porter and everybody else, and win and everybody else, then. He's going to have to condemn himself.
0: He considers, uh, sexual harassment to be mutually beneficial to the I, <laughs> harasser and the harassee. So, um, he, he seems to be confused like, wait a minute. Why aren't we getting like high fives for this shit? We just did you chicks a favor. It just means that you're hot or you've got something. If you don't want it, then fine. You're ugly.
1: I think it was in the early nineties he was interviewed and he said something I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember, but he said something like his friends who, he, who they treat their wives really well, their wives treat them like garbage. So you kind of have to treat your wife like oh, yeah. shit. Make something sure you like, treat that. Woman
2: like shit. She knows her place. He was yeah, like
1: kind of, he was like it. negging before negging was a thing, except you kind of um, have to treat your wife like shit. Also, it's lots of fun.
0: <laughs> so it's like a double bonus
2: quentin
1: tarantino looking at you oh man that was a tough one yeah (laughs) because a i mean ugh. yeah like i i really like uma thurman i really don't like marine dowd (laughs) (laughs) the woman that that i don't that wrote the article um but yeah, I really and enjo- Kill Bill was one of my favorite movies. Fuck, I've got a T-shirt that I adore by Ego Rodriguez that are all the uh, you know lead actresses on that film, and now I'm like, ugh. Yeah, kind of. Besides the cool fact that it's like, that.
0: Yeah. speaking of dudes with
1: no lips, we're talking about Qu- Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. But what a complicated man that art it was. Heavy. Hey, have, have you? Did you read that article that Emma Thurman put out? No. About Harvey Weinstein and Quentin Tarantino. No, it's intense. I, it's I, very. I intense. might. This
0: this this might be um, not the right position to take, but I feel like I've already read that article. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. But I should keep myself open to learning new things about how terribly <laughs> women are treated and um. Or being open to maybe there being some perfectly reasonable explanation that I just have not thought of yet.
2: So let's, let's, (laughs) I'm going to use that as my, as my segue in this conversation about, uh, about other stuff regarding, um, the narrative Trump is painting here as far as, well, yeah, all it takes is one small allegation, allegation, you know, fine upstanding man's career is taken down. And, so he's basically trying to set up and or support or say the the actual underlying narrative, the overarching narrative, the more powerful narrative, the narrative we have to be aware of, the narrative that's more dangerous, the narrative that should be our chief concern is someone uh, having an allegation levied against them that is inaccurate or untrue and the possible damage it would do to that person. And based on just historical Context. <sighs> okay, I'll get visceral with this. Uh, trigger warning to anyone out there who has possibly been a victim of sexual assault. I'm, uh, I'm basically going to be making an allegory, uh, making a referencing a scientific study that discusses um, uh, something sexually assault, sexual assault adjacent in very visceral terminology, and that is the following. Um. There was a study recently where a, uh, um, where a uh, series of men and women were subjected to a series of images, or shown a series of images, I shouldn't say subjected. Um, and the first set of images was uh, that of like sexually explicit content, people of a variety of gender orientations engaging in consensual sexual activity. And the men had like little penis blood pressure cuffs, and the ladies had little uh, uh uh vaginal moisture blood flow indicators and or uh, uh basically they measured their arousal of the men and exposed to this set of audiovisual stimuli they showed them a short porn flick and then they also show them some scene of like violence i'm not quite clear on the nature of if it was a film or if it was like outright like decapitation type stuff but oh, it was God. definitely like you know two extremes happy fun sexy time stuff crazy violent stuff and in the men they noticed that the men would consistently have uh, uh they have a higher response to the sexual imagery and while some men did respond to the violent imagery at large most men responded uh, more readily to the sexual imagery however for the women the uh, um the sexual imagery and the violent imagery uh, in a much more uh, equal set of values would create an arousal response and once and uh, one of the researchers postulated that this was as a result of well yes men are aroused by sexy time stuff and ladies are also aroused by it both because it because the amount of sexual assault and or unwilling sexual activity that has taken place against women has been so broadly based across the entirety of human existence that it's basically a vaginal protective response. Yeah. So, granted, there are other ways to take that research data, but I, I'm sure that if you had a bunch of male researchers looking at that same research data, they may draw other conclusions. But the point I'm trying to make is when you talk about a narrative that is not just present in a given society, but is present in the ways our body responds to stimulus, well, you should maybe reconsider the narrative you're going to say is the one you should be worried about when literally there's evolutionary strategies that have evolved to protect against <laughs> one of those narratives. Well, I
1: believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think for men too, arousal can be a response oh, to yeah, fear yeah. too
2: and like like i said there were men but, th- but it th- doesn't have like the, an the offensive fashion. yeah yeah and i'm not saying i'm not saying that like men aren't aroused by violence yeah or the men are incapable of being aroused or
1: not aroused as a positive to response to mm. it but yeah. as a you know
2: there are plenty it's of a dudes, yeah, are plenty not of like dudes "Ooh, this violence hit. is making me so horny it's yeah. more like oh but still there are some dudes whose dick get harmed when they, they see somebody get hit whatever but the point I'm making is that even then within the confines of that study I can't quote off the percentages readily you know you get 10% of men for uh, are aroused by violent imagery versus 90% of men aroused by the, um, the sexual imagery mm-hmm. and you'd have uh, uh, like 80% of women are aroused by both sets of imagery yeah uh, and again, please don't quote me in the exact numbers.
1: No, no, no. I think I think we all get it, and I think we all understand why so, that is. So, and
2: again, so w- w- with that narrative in mind, him saying, "Oh, all the lives of these men that could possibly be ruined by no," there's a reason why the the, the narrative really should be believe the fucking victims. What what really bothers me
1: about this is when people say innocent until proven guilty, innocent until proven guilty. Like that's That's never been a thing. Well that and that's only in a court of law. Like Yeah, Yeah, it's not even that. But I mean but I mean that the the burden of that is only in a court of law where you can be you're not found guilty by the police, you're found guilty by a judge after a trial. And so going into that trial, you are quote, innocent, and it's the burden of the state to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you're guilty, right? Yeah. So when he can say innocent to prove guilty, that doesn't that's not for the public. Like, we can have our own opinions. In fact, Trump himself had his own opinions about everybody that have ever done anything. He f- throws false al- allegations around left and right about people. I mean, hello, the Central Park Five. He called for their heads. He didn't give them due process. So,
0: so you, you do not You don't have a right for um the general population to Think nice things about you until they have (laughs) irrefutable proof is what you're saying.
1: Well, it's just kind of, it's funny that there's like a, there's a Trump tweet for everything. Like, so he said this and they, um, I think you left your phone over on the counter. Um, And they pulled out, they pulled out a a tweet. I, I bet somewhere, some staffer from CNN was tasked with just going through all of Trump's tweet history and putting them all in separate folders with subject matter and one of them (laughs) was abused because they pulled out some tweet that he did uh in response to uh rihanna and chris brown (laughs) (laughs) in which he basically says that if you if rihanna goes back to chris brown he's gonna kill her and she deserves it because she went back to him
0: oh my god yeah wasn't wasn't there something that's
1: paraphrase i read
0: something about um
1: (laughs) I could find it. What was it Kristen
0: Stewart? Specific. This was yeah. yeah he Saturday. was really into Kristen yeah, Stewart. he said something like, um, "Well, no, he was. Uh, he was very upset that uh, like that she cheated on him. Yeah, cheated on Robert Pattinson. What's his Is face? That his name? Vampire kid. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, I he doesn't deserve this. Or I'm paraphrasing, obviously, because I I just can't bring myself to
1: say the words uh, verbatim. Okay, a, I found the bad. actual twit. The Twitch, the tweet. I found the Twitch. He wrote, if no, about Rihanna and Chris Brown. If Rihanna is dating Chris Brown again, then she has a death wish. A beater is always beater. Just watch. Okay. So that last part I added in about she deserves to die. Um, but I I want to put it past him to, 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 this is a man who, uh,
0: either cannot discern between what is, uh, important and what is not important about which to comment or, a man who believes that his opinion on everything, no matter how small and insignificant, is uh relevant enough to let the world know. Or both of those things.
1: Or he he's just incredibly inconsistent about every fucking thing that there is to be consistent about. Like the, you know, releasing like the, kid, the Nunez. Like a you know, child. When it, when it benefits him. When it benefits him. Yeah, like a, like a
0: child. No, no sense of other. No, this is it. This is
1: pure. Oh, well, we're almost running out of time. We got a lot of stories to go to. You do one, do one,
2: what, what, do a story. Uh, well, you, 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 do next one on your list first. Okay,
1: fine. Um, Equifax. So we all know, we all know what the yeah. fucking Equifax scandal. We all know what happened. We all know what the CFPB is, right? The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that Elizabeth Warren created. There was a Democrat in charge. The Democrats stepped step down. There are two different Democrats that were up for it, or one Democrat up for it. Uh, they gave it to this Republican. Republicans, whenever they're ahead of anything, they want to just burn it the fuck down. So the investigation into the Equifax security breach—that
2: <laughs> silence you're hearing—it's yeah.
1: evaporated. Yeah, and a lot of people are like. Um, Hey, what's that guy's name? Uh, Mulvaney, I think? Um, yeah. Is founder, that his name? Patrick Mulvaney, yep. Patrick Mulvaney is now the new head of the CFPB, and they're like, hey, this investigation, where are the subpoenas? What the fuck's going on? And people are like, uh... And there's not <laughs> much of a uh, Pat, like
0: going like this. Pretty much.
2: Oh, Julie Sweeney, I love her. So, I, I, I want someone to, I want, I want to, I want to be clear. Whenever the publicans say, you know, looking out for small businesses or looking out for businesses... They don't mean, like, mom-and-pop store down the street. They mean, like, you know, multinational conglomerates. (laughs) They mean, like, Glaxo Welcome. (laughs) They mean, you know, Wells Fargo. They don't mean mom-and-pop shop down the street. They mean the people that, you know, own ridiculous and stupid amounts of money that probably could buy senators.
1: Yeah. Um, Big Brother... Celebrity Big Brother. You guys aren't watching it. Oh my god! I've got, I I'm I i not watching I, it at all. I love Big Brother. Did
0: you expect that either one of us was going to be watching that? Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. But oh my god! <laughs> this is god. completely self-indulgent. Go on. Please
1: it's, continue. Well, you know is on it.
2: Which is, I'll, take, did, I'll take one of a the million reasons why I don't want to fucking watch that. For there was
1: oh, kind of an awkward moment for me, and I I, I did you get hit it with a ball um, and had to would, go to the I emergency room. I wish I I knew. A black woman that also watched Celebrity Big Brother, so I get her reaction to it because she invoked Black Girl Magic. No at black one point woman watched that show to
2: watch Omarosa <laughs>
1: and with Keisha Knight Cole, is that her name? Keisha Napoleon. Rudy, Rudy Keisha from, from Yes. Who's there's a who's Keisha, Keisha Cole? Keisha Cole is somebody else entirely. Okay, I'm well, like, where did I come up with that name? Yeah. Um, and it was, she said Black Girl Magic. Like she teamed up with Keisha and said Black Girl Magic, and I was like, I don't
2: think that that's I don't think uh, that's what it's for. Wait, Keisha Napoleon was in the same room as Omarosa? Yes,
1: and at first they were very like First they butted heads a little It was very awkward because Keisha was like You know, what the fuck? How can you be a Trump supporter? And then Omarosa was like, what the fuck? You support Bill Cosby It's basically the same thing And I'm like, Uh, no it's not It's pretty bad But they're not quite the same thing Because Trump is like the leader of the free world And he's horrible And and he's ruining the world No it's not but anyway, they bonded, which at one point, cool. Yes, the all-women's alliance never, it always evaporates. And it has since evaporated because there was an all-women's alliance. But Ross Matthews, they tried to include him in that. and But then at the same time, they were like, we're going to take down all the boys. And Ross was like, ah, um, I'm a boy too, even though I'm with your alliance. So they flipped that shit, him and Shannon Elizabeth. Flipped it. Now they're trying to gun for Omarosa because Omarosa is fucking evil. I and then Omar, Omarosa mentioned. said, uh called, shit basically said that Shannon was being racist, and Shannon's like, no, I'm not. And it's just, it's all sorts <laughs> of like, oh. I, I almost wish I had some <laughs> idea of what you were talking about. Almost. See, Omarosa, I mean, have you not, have, how have you not seen the, the clip where Omarosa and Ross is Matthews that, are like, talking and, and, and Omarosa thing? is crying and she's and like, it's bad she's yeah. basically saying that the world is
2: Trump's gonna blow up the world she's Ross. doing this it, it's the exact opposite of her doing that entire like he's gonna come for you he remembers when she thought she was on his side and shit yeah, yeah. let's can we just not can we just
1: ignore? him yeah she's like friend. all they all are gonna they're gonna bow down before him can we, we're like yeah, what the fuck and now, and now she's like it's please. bad <laughs> it's bad Ross and then she said something about monkeys too in it it was very weird oh like like, I wish I had elected them
0: instead. <laughs> like, the band or the animal. Omarosa either one of those would have
2: watch. been better. is going to be the Republican Party nominee in 2020. No, she's... No.
1: They, if she is the
2: Democratic Party nominee... No. I am, no, she's I, not going to be that either. Well, she that's is, what
1: I'm saying. She is she's, scrambling at straws. She's yeah, trying to do her, what they call her her in business, a recasting. No, she's... No. <laughs> the Trump supporters are...
2: They're, they're no more pro Amorosa. Oh, after no, that. no, nor should they be. I'm speaking entirely in jest. That wasn't a like, you know, Nostradama style prediction, but it, that would be comical if it did come to pass, the past, though. That was much more straight up absurdist, you know, Camus appreciating life type thing. Yeah,
1: who's serious? Are you ready to do one of your stories? Because I only have one more.
2: Well, go ahead and finish your run, dude. Cause we're really- this is a
1: Dallas story that is not getting nearly enough press well so is mine let's do something about
2: that the first of mine
1: we're going to give we're going to use our little spotlight and we're going to we have
2: a platform we're going to
1: use our little platform (laughs) dallas county gop sues to keep 120 democrats off march ballots Uh, The Dallas County Republican Party wants a slew of Democrats, candidates for office, I'm talking fast because we're running out of time, uh, for offices ranging from Justice of the Peace to US House of Reps, kicked off the ballot ahead of Texas March primaries. Dallas County's Democratic Police chairwoman failed to sign some bullshit, (laughs) and so then the Republican lawyers like ha ha, she didn't sign this form, all of your shit's out. Fuck all you guys. And of course the Democrats are like, um, come on, this is like uh, formality and legality. We know what you're trying to do. You see the blue tide coming and you scrambled and scrambled and scrambled like, Oh, there's a loophole here. So that's where we're
2: at. Can so we just go ahead and admit the Republicans really are starting to acknowledge the fact that if every man, woman, and child in the country, at least all the ones that were eligible so not children, were in fact allowed to vote, they would pretty yes. much cease to exist in the party, as a party in short order? The only way the Republicans win
1: is not through ideas. It's by
2: cheating. It's well, by it's voter poll. Like, it's by Russia.
1: <laughs> it's by...
2: uh Hey, let's not forget the important, very, very valid and very, very real and very possible idea of just emptying out all the fucking nursing homes. You do understand that, like, the ages of the folk that vote and when you're literally yeah. wasting away and doing nothing all they gotta do is send a bus over there make sure you fill out that one fucking form and make sure you all turn up to fucking vote ha, you know special shout out to all the old white old rich white folks out there um it's really okay for you guys to just kind of hang out and enjoy your mushy bland foods and like you know andy griffith cowboy records and like you know steady flow of food air Water what are you talking about? So, what, what, what You've kind of lost me. The point, is, the point I'm trying to make is: the point I'm trying to make is, if you're an old white person, okay, okay. Be generality, generality, yes,
1: asterisks, thorough generality.
2: <laughs> if you are old and comfortable and chilling, why? And you're gonna die in the next ten years. Why the why, fuck yeah. are you screwing things up for all the rest of us? They're gonna be here for a, for long after you're gone. That's my fucking point. The
1: baby boomers really fucked us, didn't they?
2: They're still fucking us. They haven't
1: stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's smiling. In some cases, they are literally fucking us.
2: Wow. That's, yeah, that's, that, that has
1: nothing
0: to do with my personal life, by the way. I just want to make that... that one, love
1: it. Uh, but I, say my, I don't know if you're referring to me, but my boyfriend is not a baby boomer. Okay. <laughs>
0: Well,
2: that he's sounds awfully
1: defensive.
2: Me, I didn't not, say anything about you, John. <laughs> Meanwhile, the next <laughs> news story is about what? Now, John, what do we got? It's one of yours. Oh, oh, right. Actually, right. This is the one that's actually Dallas-related. So you may recall um, when some time ago there was... I'm going to talk a little faster, even faster than I normally talk because we are running out of time. Um Uh, A little while ago, we in the podcast here reported and a couple of other, uh, I believe, a foreign policy also reported uh, that there was a leaked FBI document that uh, went on about their increased focus on the new cool term in the streets, BIE, a.k.a. black identity extremists. They'll be going after and or apply increasing scrutiny to. Um, my original commentary basically contrasted that with the actuality and reality of the uh, increased premise, a uh, presence of white supremacist organizations in the U.S. The fact that white supremacist organizations have killed more folks than um, Al Qaeda slash Muslim extremists slash whatever other terrorists in this country, and you know since 9/11, et cetera, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Hey, watch out for the white supremacists. whereas in the meantime the FBI is more concerned about quote black identity extremists. And for the first time here in Dallas, one has been arrested under this new policy. Here. Who was it? Um, a gentleman affiliated with, among other things, the Huey P. Newton Gun Club and a bunch of the folk. Basically, he was arrested for being in possession of firearms despite him having a 2007 domestic violence, um, uh, 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 conviction. And this is in no way, shape, or form to excuse the fact of the validity of that conviction. Apparently, he pled guilty. He later said he pled guilty to basically get the heat off of him. I don't know the circumstances, suffice to say. If that's the case, great. You know, make sure due process and or the uh, course of laws is, is, is you know, prosecuted the full length of extent of whatever. Fine. That's not my issue. My issue is you find this, this dude and the FBI apparently initiated a two-year-long investigation against him. And among the evidence that was used in favor of their case was a number of, uh, not even necessarily black supremacists, but just like, Pro-black ideological books he had in his house and his affiliations and so on. And dude made some incendiary Facebook posts, and so that's what they're you know locking up and charging him for, alongside these possession of uh, a firearm illegal charges. Shouldn't
1: they be going after whoever sold him the firearms? Well, okay, number one, possible
2: because I mean if I was if I was
1: somebody who was trying to. Purchase a firearm. I didn't know that. There are
2: supposedly background checks for that. Yes. Yeah, and that's number one. But that would involve looking at like gun show loopholes and actually enforcing that's the law. But I, but
1: I thought, but I thought they were trying to pass a law that, that would say that pe- like people that had charges of domestic yes. abuse couldn't. I didn't know that, that was already a thing.
2: It's, it, yeah. My, my issue is that if you're going to have a, I'm not mistaken. I mean, when I got my CHL, they certainly asked that question. Coincidentally, by the way, on your SF eighty six form to check if you qualify for a secret clearance, they also ask if you've performed any kind of domestic abuse which apparently Foster dude said no he hadn't when he had in fact been convicted of. anyway, that's a long yeah, story definitely. the point I'm trying to make is that this person is being strung up for this I'm not saying that he should be able to own all the guns in the world I'm mm-hmm. saying that they had to reach and grab that one charge to grab this one guy over a two year long investigation And you mean to tell me that every single crazy ass white dude with every single gun in the world hanging out in Charlottesville didn't have a domestic violence convictions? If it's been two years though, then that actually started before Trump took. This is not my point.
0: (laughs) Stop talking about buttholes, John. We're already past that.
2: Yeah, I mean, number one, yes, it is pre-Trump, but you know. The FBI and, uh, A has a long history of co pro style, getting nervous whenever black folks start getting itchy and getting near guns. And B, now they have a variety, and, and, and with the advent of this report in October that was leaked to them. There was the, I mean, I didn't recall the date the report was published versus the date it was leaked. So we don't know if that, if, if the document was fermenting long before, uh, it was actually released to the press. But regardless, when Jeff Sessions was asked about, you know, the, uh, um, the FBI's Increasing focus on BIEs. When the head of the FBI, uh, not Comey, but Trump's appointment, Ray, was asked about, Hey, what's up with this BIE thing? They both professed ignorance yeah, to the fact that the memo that. existed in its entirety, which is bullshit. Well, they did one of those. We'll have to look into it. I have no idea back, what you're talking about. And Let's then they ask. never report and back. Exactly. <laughs> so just so you know, this is what's going on in our backyard here in Dallas. So, to segue on to my next story, which is loosely related, um, in case you guys have not been watching the news, and actually, you may have been watching the news and still not noticed that the one of the largest police corruption scandals in the history of this oh, country is currently going on in Baltimore.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know anything. I'm excited to hear.
2: Yeah. So, basically, That's there is this. Because you're not black. <laughs> among other things. <laughs> there is this, there's this, um, uh, uh, what were they with all themselves? I think it was, a. Uh, gun task force or illicit gun task force, uh, task force, task force, pardon me, um, in Baltimore that was tasked with, uh, being especially aggressive with, they were playing clothes undercover and tasked with being especially aggressive with pursuing, um, uh, illegal far, firearms ownership and or, uh, drug charges in Baltimore. And they went a little rogue. And when I say with a little rogue, I don't mean as in like we're possibly taking money from local kingpins, I mean that they themselves were acting as though they were a legitimate criminal organization. Wow. Like as in, oh look, we found this safe. It contains, you know, however many hundred thousand dollars. We're going to break into the safe with crowbars and whatever, take a whole shitload of money out of it, and then officially begin our investigation and take pictures and so and say, oh, we found X amount of money in that safe, never mind mind the fact that it's several hundred thousand dollars less than we originally found when we opened the safe. Hmm. We're talking about like taking dirt bikes from kids on the street and selling dirt bikes. We're talking about going through drug dealers' contacts, finding out who their dealers were, as in the the, the, the further upstream dealers were, raiding them and or putting GPS on dealers' cars to find where their sources were and then either employing their own drug dealers to sell these drugs or selling these drugs to other organizations. We're talking about having BB guns in their cars so that when they shot somebody, they could plant the BB gun on them and say, oh, he had a gun.
1: Oh my God, this is going to be like the wire part two i'm so excited in five years there's going to be a great new television show all yes. about this not everything is television john
2: in the meantime there's like an excess of a thousand different cases that they've tainted as a result of their you know wow. activities and are now like no most of these people's cases have to be thrown out now regardless of how legitimate or illegitimate they were because they were prosecuted by this organization we're talking about like and, and, and people are like, Oh, you, you Negroes in Ferguson destroying your own community and blowing up that CVS. I mean, Ugh. really guys? Yeah. Maybe now you have some idea why some motherfuckers are so goddamn frustrated because you have police literally as another gang in the neighborhood fucking shit up because they know that no one's going to hold them accountable. We're talking about they felt the jaws of the federal, uh, the federal investigation. And by the way, it had to be federal because what do you call them, Um, internal affairs, hadn't noticed or mm-hmm. didn't care. The wow. police department themselves didn't notice or didn't care. So it literally took the feds to come in, initiate the investigation, figure all this shit out.
0: Oh, it wasn't like a Serpico type no. situation where
2: one guy's like, I don't want to do this oh, anymore. by the by, if you recall, there was also an incident recently where the entire city of Baltimore was locked down in a possible violation of constitutional rights. No. Yeah, uh, uh, so this cop got killed in the street and... Baltimore Police Department pretty much locked down various neighborhoods. No one was allowed to leave their house. What the fuck is going on in Baltimore? Yeah, welcome to Baltimore. Where they decided to patrol the streets and try and find the person that killed this cop. Um, that cop, it turns out, was someone that was going to testify against. Oh, the okay. Drug yeah. Task I did. Force.
1: I did mm. hear about that. So,
2: I the shit's going fucking it. crazy in Baltimore right now. And. Just now. Just recently. Well, just, just recently we're realizing <laughs> that it is. And how much is the news media discussing this? And contrast that with how much the news media covered. Sorry, I said Ferguson earlier. I don't know why. Philadelphia, met Philadelphia? Yeah, was, well, regardless, the point of the matter is there were riots in Baltimore after Freddie Gray, and mm-hmm. people were all like, hey, why is everybody all mad? This may have been one of the reasons. There was riots in Philadelphia following the Eagles' big win,
1: and people were eating cow shit, or horse shit. Yeah. There, there's a guy that ate horse shit that's, on film. That's a, that's I feel a, like this is not what? a
0: smooth transition See, that you just I'm made. I'm sorry,
1: hmm. but... The point I'm making is reminded me of contrasting two different, you know, people's reactions to.
2: Thank you for the for for the poo reference, but the point I'm trying to make is the media (laughs) at large was really excited about covering, you know, a bunch of Negroes in the streets getting mad and breaking shit. But now that one of the causes, as as far as why Mm -hmm. there were folks that were that fucking furious, is it's it's been hey maybe this is one of the reasons why people were doing that shit and. I haven't seen any serious, prolonged coverage over this. Nowhere near the degree to which the Baltimore riots were covered. So I'm just, or I'm not gonna call them fucking riots anymore. The Baltimore uprisings were covered, because yeah, this is this is pretty much the reason why, folks. So let's keep on not paying attention, I guess. Good job. Good job.
1: We should have thought of a palate cleanser. Yeah. But let's it. go back to butts. <laughs> yeah, well, well Megan, uh, how, how do you feel being back in Texas? Amazing. There you
0: go. Megan's back in Texas, yay. I'm back in Texas for good. Not to do good, but well, I mean <laughs> permanently. I'm back permanently.
1: And you have a couple of weeks before
0: you have to start working, in, don't you? On the 20th. I go back on the 20th. So I have gotten, I got uh, a new apartment. And uh, arranged to have all of my stuff put into that apartment. And did you use like two broke guys moving? No, I used
1: uh two guys in a truck. They all have funny names.
0: I I used a a well known. Moving hurts company. No, across the across the country type moving. Oh. So you just not you don't have
1: anything in your apartment right now?
0: No, I have everything in my. Apartment.
2: Oh,
1: there he did it. Oh, okay, too I many
0: things. Oh yeah, Are they the
2: did in just a few. In your a few in your yeah, so I'm in
0: I'm in, uh, in Oakland. I'm very excited about that. I can walk to restaurants and bars and grocery and psychic have readings
1: and all sorts. Have of Have you things. ever met my friend Brian? Patterson, Brian, mm. a.k.a. Brian Harmless used to be a host of this show No, no Perhaps I um If he's Harmless I, I would love him. to meet him I hang out with him at the Grapevine Bar every once in a while and maybe next time I go hang out with him you can come up and Ooh, I can hang walk out with to the us Grapevine. Too. Yeah, you can if you wanted to. I get but nervous I get about that. Down. Yeah, I get On nervous about I'm that. I'm going to
2: tell you in advance, Megan, when it's, when it's like the spring break time from yeah. school, mm-hmm. we're going to have a good time. Yeah,
0: great. <laughs> what is that? I'm not that? sure. I don't know.
2: We're I have up, a good time every gonna go day. We're going to go out to the bars. bars oh, you know, <laughs> okay.
1: <you know, laughs> in the neighborhood. He yeah. said it sound like
2: once it's <laughs> oh, spring right, break, we're going to He's doing the Yeah, I'm in school. So once we get out of the doing school stuff. Yeah, huh? People doing school still. Yeah, we're doing schooling things over here
1: all right well i think that's we're gonna wrap it up we might have a show next week we might not i don't know yet we'll do it we will do it um we might do it from megan's apartment we might not there's plenty of room there um enjoy the song i came back to bitch by l7 and have
2: a good week guys oh oh hey hey guys Black Panther soundtracks out. You should totally go listen to it on my fucking. There was so people
1: were very yeah. upset that Beyonce was not on it, but I did not know that I mean, she was supposed to be on that's it.
2: Okay. I, I, I don't know when she, if she was or was not supposed to be on it. All I know was that okay. So the thing, the entire thing was curated by Kendrick Lamar, and I mean, as much as I love Queen B, does she really need that much exposure? No. That much more exposure? No, it's mostly unknown artists. And if I know highlight. who she is, she's. She's yeah. doing so fine it's, with it's, it's, a bunch of, it's a bunch of artists that aren't nearly as well known, so I think that was the point. So go listen to it. It's fucking fly as fuck. And listen to I Came to Be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and to the song this week. That too, that song's important. L7, yay. Oh,
1: and if you want to write us letters at home or on Twitter and on uh, Facebook and everything else. And I'm a, a, a permanent uh, yeah, member of. Joe, Megan wants a
2: present. No. Oh, oh no. hey, hey, how about this? So, John. Where can people find you already, on the internet? I already said you everything. Personally. Oh, you personally? Oh, um, I guess
1: on Twitter, John Lee at Twitter.
2: Okay, and uh, uh, Megan, what? do you have a presence you wish to advertise, or are you gonna remain incognito?
1: I got one of those Instagram. You need to get Twitter. Deals. We need to be more. We need to be, have more of a Twitter presence. That's where. all That's where all the down. I don't going know down. what that is Damn. for. I don't know
0: what that's for.
1: It's for promotion. For the podcast.
2: Among other things. Okay. Right. Among other things. Right.
1: Meg is still debating if on Twitter. If it's my job, I'll do
0: it. All
2: right. I can be located at O underscore T underscore N underscore O on the Twitters. And the one
0: that you saved for me? What is
2: it? Uh, um M- Meg's Twitter will be Meg the Merciless. Yeah. One word <laughs> do that one. on Twitter. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.